Welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Good day, everyone. Hello. How are we all doing? Are you looking at me? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I've fed, I'm watered, I'm relaxed. Um, I'm wearing Christmas pyjamas. You are wearing Christmas pyjamas. It's December now, so I can. It is December, yeah, yeah. No one can really take that away from you. No. Just, just go with it. Christmas! We can't use that word too much time, because people don't listen to podcasts always at the right time of year. Oh, so we shouldn't try and fix this too much in the here and now. Yeah, I suppose, with everything that's going on. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, episode 10. 10! Yay! We're double-figured. We are double-figured. Um, thank you all for continuing to listen. Um, and, and like us yeah, and hopefully. respond to us and comment to us and email us yeah. or whatever else people do um, I, I'm sure maybe by now we'll have some other means of communicating with us or interacting with us but whatever you're doing we like it yeah thank you um, what was I going to say thank you for again for all the listener stories last time they were great yeah thank they you. were cool we got they were very back. cool so thank you uh, to everyone who sent in their stories and I've had one or two come in since so we will do another listeners episode um, in the near future. So they've thrown down the sweaty gauntlet. They have. And now other people are picking it up. Yes. Shaking it off and going, right! Shake it off, shake it off. copyright strike, uh, come on. Uh, uh, shake it down. So fl- flick it off, flick, flick it, it off. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you do, sing when you want to get when rid of the bogey. When you flick it on someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you can tell that... Um, flick it know. off. <laughs> I was really disappointed when I found out that song doesn't have screams in it. Actually, the uh, sorry, uh, trouble. The other uh, song well, that oh, I know by her. Fake goat. Oh, not fake goat. It's not. But they're real goats. But yeah. like, I was genuinely disappointed when I found out that the screams aren't actually in the proper version. I thought that was quite a good touch. I appreciated that they weren't always going to be accompanied by a video of a goat. Well, but I thought the screams were quite added something. Anyway, well, I'm sorry. This for is your loss. we're not we're not reviewing pop songs in this particular no, podcast. We're, not, we're, we're not reviewing reviewing, reviewing horror films we and are. our sanity. We are, and um, we watched a much more recent film this time round. We did, out, we did. Uh, 2020, I believe, or 2019. 2019, 2020, 2019. Something, something of that um, It's a recenter. And I chose it because it's got a cracking folklore tale behind it, which we'll look yeah. into a bit later. Yeah. Um, so we watched The Curse of La 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 do you want to just make the title a little bit longer? La 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 la. I just can't. We get that out of our system now. I mean, I'm sorry. It just it just lends itself, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. La 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 we watched The Curse of La Llorona. I'm not a songwriter. We did watch The Curse of La Llorona, though, and um, um, we had thoughts. We did. So I'd never heard of this folktale either, so I was quite excited. Oh, well, I've heard it on other podcasts. I think, um, obviously, the, the, usual, the usual culprits um, of the cult, po- podcasts that I listen to. We'll have ghost stories. We talk about ghosts. Uh, I don't know. Are you, plugging? Are you plugging or are you just com- conversing I'm with me now? I'm just saying, yeah, where I've heard it, I think. Sorry, that's my laptop. You should probably mute that. your laptop. Um so, um, La La Rona, The Curse of La La Rona, basically, um, it's based on this old folk tale from Mexico, um, of this sort of wronged spirit, um, and you flash into the modern day and basically she's rife, um, in America, uh, terrorising people. That's what I'm going to say, really. Yeah. Yeah. And she's after children, mainly. She is after children, yes. Some yeah. children become embroiled in her clutches. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go, really. Um, it's got everything you want. Yeah. It's got children in peril. Yeah. Um, it's got screaming. A little bit of peril. Can't think of uh, without thinking about Monty Python. Just a little bit of peril. <laughs> um, cool. So, with that in mind... Uh, it's nothing like Monty Python. No, it's not. No, don't watch it if you think it's like Monty Python. It's really not. Um, go ahead and play my song. Yes, true. Right. 
came from a terrifying story 300 years in the past We brush past this intriguing folklore tale To a story at half-mast There's sweet spot moments of horror And some seriously talented kids But it wasn't quite the scare you crave No, it didn't scratch the itch la 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 rona I'm sure she's scary if she owns you They just didn't do her justice in this tale la 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 rona Not a weeper but a mourner It's not an epic one but I'd still mark this as a fail Trap of trying to be authentic in a Hollywood kind of way. The Mexicans are the cattle fodder, the Americans win the day. It centers on female relationships, women stealing each other's kids, wailing mothers going round and round to a man sails in to calm them down. La 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 Rona I'm sure she's scary if she owns you They just didn't do her justice in this tale La 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 Rona It's not a weeper but a moaner It's not an There you go. There's my song with yeah. me speaking beautifully in Spanish. It was it was sumptuous, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> you guys should have seen me do that. Honestly, I was standing with um, Google Translate to my ear um, while I was talking into the microphone, sort of uncertainly, going at Vince, "Is that right?" And he was going, "Oh, sounds sounded all right." So I mean, it sounds like the Google robot, yeah, which probably doesn't sound all that accurate because yeah. then when you know you you hear someone. Trying to, talk, trying to talk to you in a foreign language and then they press it and it speaks in pseudo-English. You're like, mm. I know what you meant, but that sounds really weird. Yeah. So um, We should have just got a speaking spell. She, One she of those like done. red, silly so, American toys. I, I, I had a go. I just thought it would be really cool to get some Spanish words in there. Uh, any Spanish listeners, um, I'm very sorry if it was terrible. Um, I'm just going to assume it was. Yeah, we'll just assume it was. I mean, you didn't learn Spanish in school, nor did I. I did but, actually I mean, for a whole year, you? but I don't remember any of it. Oh, we could have covered that. And I've, lived, covered in Spain. I've there. lived in Spain like a couple of like summers, so just keep digging. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Dig up, stupid. Vince, no one in Spain speaks Spanish. Especially not not in the area. Not around so. the Brits, no. No, not in Ibiza in Mallorca. No. <laughs> anyway, enough about my sordid past. Um <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason Ibiza got that kind of reputation. Yeah. <laughs> um why don't you go for your song? Um okay, I, I didn't sing or speak or even really allude to Spanish. Okay, that's fine. Cool. That wasn't a... As long as, as, long as you're okay with it. No, I didn't make a rule. That's good. Okay. Okay. Go for it.
your homework done Soon your friends will come You've got your sleeping bags You picked your favorite snacks You choose a film to see Cause you've nowhere to be You've got the living room The pizza's coming soon Cause when you are 13 The world's not built for you So don't disrupt the seeds Fear the wet, ghostly things You've not seen scary films Cause cinemas don't let you in It's original Or that's how it seems So you stuff your face with sweets No idea that this is ordinary Guess that's not enough for a very violent ghost. She's stronger than most, but what's all that for if she can't use a back door? For the rest of us, well, this is not enough. We've seen many films that have more soul in them with a little more than protagonist screaming. But I've got good news from here, horrors improving. Quite dull. I, I like it. It's got a really different vibe to normal. I really, really like it. Oh, why be normal? Yeah. I'm not very good at being normal. The no, best true, of times. So yeah, it was very creepy and atmospheric, and like yeah, good. Okay, I liked it. I liked but, it. I yeah, I don't think that adults will see a great deal no. of it. But I think the only people who probably would would be. It seems like it's crafted to be the kind of fodder that appeals to a teenager when they're doing a sleepover or if kids don't yeah. do sleepovers nowadays but you know that kind of thing you watch it when you haven't seen any other horror films like oh god this will be really exciting yeah you know it's I, got a 15 on the sticker or whatever it would be it's probably a 12 isn't I it? But, thought it had some good moments but I think it fell very quickly into the trap of as I said stupid foreigner at the beginning bringing in this you know crazy demon and the American hero comes in and sorts it out, basically. Yeah. Not only that, it was, oh, look at the hysterical women, it including was. the spirits. Because I actually thought that the casting of the mum was, was reasonable in this, but yeah. really all she's left to do is scream. Yeah. And it, they can't blame on the fact, oh, it's the 70s. Yeah. Well, yeah, but she's the, she's the main character, and she's a mum, she's supposed yeah. to be protecting, and she doesn't really. Yeah. They go and call in a bedraggled priest, a former priest, you know, to be the sort of weird... Yeah. It just, it, it starts to find a good mode. Like the kids, I thought the kids were really, really good. Yeah, the kids that's true. It. Yeah. The two um, 
the the two American kids and the two Mexican kids were brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, but I was just a bit disappointing. I, there wasn't any like really really scary moments. There's a bit where I look, the little girl's by the pool and she's got an umbrella. I, I was going to say you said about set pieces. I thought there were a couple yeah. of nice ideas in it, and one of them I remember was the umbrella. Yeah. Um, she's standing next to a swimming pool. This 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 ghost demony thing. Yeah. Trying uh, to drown people. So anywhere near water, it's at home, and you shouldn't be there. And yeah. this little girl, before she knows any of this, is standing next to the swimming pool um, on a sort of autumny, blowy, yucky day, mm. and she's got one of those see-through umbrellas. And you see the the spectre only through the umbrella. But as soon as she lifts it up, it's gone. Yeah, that's pretty uh, that, cool. That was quite nice. There was some nice bits there. Yeah, uh, but really, it just it was just very predictable. Um, and I yeah. really think they could have made... Oh, I'm not going to go into the folklore tale because we're obviously going to be our story, but I thought they could have really used that more. But they sort of did a vague, like, a uh, vague kind of five minutes about it at the beginning and then just didn't, didn't go back to it. I think they could have made more of that because, quite frankly, it didn't provide much justification for no. her following actions. And we don't know how she got there. We don't know why she was attached. I would have liked to have known how she got attached to the... Mexican family. That's true. Um, I would like to have known how she randomly then got attached to the American family because there didn't Because he seem, found her sobbing by he, an aqueduct or something? I don't know. I don't know if her opening the door... It was a bit unclear and a bit like, oh, we need to get her into the American family somehow. Just, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know, just, just kind of brush past. It's fine, you know. Um, I, do, I do think they could have done more to establish more of, mm-hmm. of her, frankly, because yeah. it would have... It wouldn't have, like, been taking away the mystique or anything. Yeah. Like... Y- She's already pretty clean, pretty yeah. obviously depicted. So you're not. And she does. It's just. Was, it's just. Yeah. I said to you the day I've realised what she reminds. Two things she reminds me of. One is the Dementors from Harry Potter. Yeah. And the other one was um, the Ghost of Christmas Past and the Christmas uh, Muppet Christmas Carol movie. Yes. She wasn't very imaginatively. Well, she was I like, mean, a, she was like a, so, a soggy ghost of Christmas yeah. future. Was really. Wasn't yeah. She? And it was it was a lot of kind of lifting up the hood and and you know screaming. There was screaming. lots of that. There was a kind of like a, <laughs> a poor Marilyn Manson makeup. And, yeah, you know, thing. yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just a bit like, oh, okay, she's screaming again. You know, with, yeah. with a with a with a scary face. I mean, but what was weird is she seemed to be absurdly powerful. Usually mm. in these kind of things, it's it takes quite a long time for the 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 evil thing to become anywhere near of a real threat. But yeah. she becomes quite a She's powerful. She doesn't even have many constraints on her. They've not set any rules in this world. She just needs to be able to do whatever she wants, except when there's fire seeds involved. Yes. Like chili seeds or something. But then she forgets they have a back door. Yeah. You know, she seems to be able to, like, tear through walls and wrench stuff off, throw people around inside buildings and stuff, but she can't cross a doorway. And there's just loads of weird stuff. That yeah. Maybe there is some rationale in what in what you've researched, or maybe elsewhere like that was thought through, but it wasn't included in the film, and it probably should have been. Um, also, like the rationale of her being angry and wanting to have children to make suffer was because she'd lost her children. Well, no, she drowned them when she found her husband was cheating. Yes, I know. That's, so that's, don't, don't give yeah, it away. That's not giving anything. They said it in the story. Yes. Um, but but okay, but that doesn't. So so she wants to destroy something that he holds dear. But that seems to destroy her as well, which seems a bit of a stupid thing yeah, to do. Well, that seems to hurt her more, if anything, because he didn't become a nasty evil spirit. So that kind of backfired on her. I think it's to make, be honest. I think it's making other people feel her loss if they lose their kids as well. Yeah, and you yeah. kind of got the parallel with you've got the three mothers. You've got her. You've got Lola Reina. You've got the Mexican mother. And you've Patricia. got the American mother. That's it. Um, and you know, basically, these kids are being passed around. The, the yeah. three are trying desperately to. Um, Get get each other's kids, so it's like woman versus woman, woman on woman on woman, woman on woman, 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 on woman exactly. Like, yeah, um, with with big bruising hand grips and yeah. burning and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, if you if you fancy a bit of a, a giggle, it's it's spooky enough. There's a couple of jumpy moments. <sighs> it's placeholder, but yeah. as I can think, I kind of alluded to in the song, it's probably only really yeah. for teenagers. If you're 14 it's... and you want a creepy sleepover with your mate. Absolutely. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, you could do substantially worse than <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, it's not um, the worst thing I've ever seen. It, it's like an on-ramp to horror, I yeah. guess. You won't think about it much once you've gone past it. There but. is, there is, I think, um, a Spanish film on the same subject, and that's I had the reviews of that were really good. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see that. I just think it's been. Uh, that would be interesting. I just think it's been. T- <sighs> Sorry, any American listeners, but 
it was like it was Hollywoodized, you know, American. I'm sure they're fully aware. Don't yeah, I? we I, have I, an intelligent I, audience. It, it had kind of lost its fangs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's usually what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, well, there were good moments in it, and as I said, yeah. good, there were some good, good sort of um, arty, spooky moments. Yeah, yeah. The kids were brilliant, and it does come from a very interesting background. But yeah, definitely not the worst thing I'd ever seen, but it felt like they'd almost used the the backstory as a, they celebrated it on afterwards. They tried, yeah. they invented all these set pieces, and they just wanted some kind of yeah. justification for it, really. And, as and I they s- just went, "Oh, Mexicans! Oh, tell me about something from your homeland or something." Yeah. I as I said, <sighs> it's such a great backstory. Like, I'm looking I just forward don't, to I just don't think they get David. They gave the the figure of La Llorona much justice because no all, she sort of, all she sort of did was like sort of fly around wailing. And then couldn't yeah couldn't figure out how to use a back door yet she could go through walls and she seemed to have absurd amounts of power and have no restrictions on her whatsoever yeah but yeah, yeah sits around wailing yeah you're right <laughs> there was many other films that she'll remind you of yeah like, there's nothing particularly original about yeah. her presentation they you don't do, try and hide her or anything like that you do see her face at the end and it was a bit of a like oh my god she's as, beautiful as a human as yeah a human. as a human yeah. oh my god she's beautiful really I mean well yeah you know again know. that was one of those weird bits like. The only person you can get through to her is an American boy. Yeah. All the girls are useless. Yeah. That was a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, it feels a bit too blunt here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it, it occupies an hour and a half. Yeah. Um. It's all right. It, it has a beginning and a middle and an end. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you miss it, we won't be upset with you. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe we'll check out the um, the Spanish film. I would be quite interested mm. to hear that because that's probably a much more interesting yeah. version well, of got, what they're going to do. It's got really good reviews, whereas okay. the one we watched has not got very good reviews. It, we only found that out afterwards, I assume. Yeah. I mean, I said I didn't absolutely hate it. I mean, no, you know, no, we've seen no. worse. We really have. Oh, absolutely. Considering the backstory to it, I just thought they could have done so much more. Yeah. Really. And there's not much to say about it, really. It's your sta- bog standard kind of. You know, paint by numbers. Yeah, paint by numbers film. Um, yeah. So, would you like to learn about the the uh, backstory of la 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 See how many more songs we can. See how many more we need to get out of our system now before we get to the serious bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, I, I would actually like to hear about okay. the past because it does sound like, as you as you pointed out, there's probably something quite substantial here that just isn't present in the film. No. And I would like to hear about it because it's nice to hear about folk stories from non-Western European histories, frankly. Okie dokie. Are you ready? Uh, one moment. Oh. I'm poised and slumped for action. So the curse of la 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 la. Sorry, I stopped. We won't do any more of that during the stories. Sorry. So, here we go. Over many generations, Mexican kids have grown up fearing the tale of La La Rona. According to folklore, she is a wailing woman whose heinous crimes in life have left her spirit trapped on earth. She wanders endlessly tormenting little children, searching for them in rivers and lakes. She has quite a reputation, a popular subject for spooky stories at bedtime for hundreds of years. She's also starred in her fair share of dramas and films. Okay. But every true horror fan should be aware of her original terrifying tale. And there are a few different accounts. Okay. Good. So no one truly knows where these stories originated from. In our first account... La Llorona was once called Maria, born to a peasant farmer in a humble village. As she grew up, it became clear that Maria was a startlingly beautiful young woman. All men, both rich and poor, were transfixed by her. So, although she began her days in humble surroundings, she soon learned that if she donned her best white gown in the evenings and attended the local Fandangos, she would thrill and be admired by any man she met. Fandango, what a wonderful word. I know, the local dancers. Yeah, yeah. She made quite a name for herself, and the young male population from far and wide would attend the dances and await anxiously for her arrival. Safe to say, Maria revelled in the attentions she received. 
However, in time, Maria had two sons. These little boys began to make life tricky. It was difficult for her to go and spend her evenings out in the town. Growing restless with the situation, Maria began leaving the children at home at night so she could go and continue her adventures with various gentlemen that she got to know. One day, the two little boys were found drowned in the river. Some say this was down to Maria not keeping a watchful over watchful eye over the boys. Others say their death was deliberate. The two small children were murdered by their own mother. Here is a different account. Okay, so this has already gone for the angle that yes. punished the woman yes. for having fun. Yeah, basically. Lovely. So that's that's quite a short one. This is the more kind of Don't the microphone. longer, um, more detailed version, and it's slightly different as well. In a somewhat different account, Maria was a caring woman, poor, but stunningly beautiful and full of life. She caught the eye of an incredibly rich man, and they were married. He showered her with gifts and attention. Maria was blissfully happy. However, when the couple became parents to two sons, her husband began to change. He became cruel and started to ignore his wife. He abused alcohol and openly had affairs, often leaving his wife for months on end on her own. It seemed that Maria's husband no longer cared for his beautiful wife. He began to speak about leaving her in order to marry a woman of his own wealthy class. When he did spend any time in the family home, it was only to see his children. Over time, the devastated Maria began to resent the two little boys. One evening, Maria was having a stroll with the children. They were on a shady pathway near the river. As they walked, a grand carriage came into view. It drew level with them, slowed, then stopped. Maria's husband leant out of the carriage window. As he moved aside, Maria spied an elegant lady seated next to her husband. He briefly spoke with his children, then ordered the driver to ride on. Maria's husband never even looked or acknowledged his wife. The carriage disappeared, with him not looking back even once. I mean, what an absolute dick, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, anything she does next, I think it's kind of... Hmm. Yeah, in this version, this is a bit more... Yeah, I mean, what a shit. Sorry, what a shit. This was the final straw for Maria. She flew into a terrible rage and turned on her children. She seized the helpless boys and flung them into the river below. The current was strong and within seconds they were gone. Realising with horror at what she'd done, Maria rushed into the water to save them, but it was too late. Inconsolable, Maria broke down and desperate with grief, ran into the street, screaming and wailing. Maria, or La Llorona as we know her, went into a state of deepest, darkest mourning. She would not eat or sleep. She spent her time wandering along the riverside, searching for her sons, hoping against hope that they would return to her. As she searched, she cried and sobbed endlessly. She roamed the countryside and her gown became soiled and torn. Still, she refused to eat and grew thin and eventually she appeared as a skeleton. She died on the banks of the river, still a young woman. It wasn't long after her death that strange things began to happen. When darkness fell, her figure was seen roaming along the lonely riverbanks. The terrible sound of her wounded cries became thought of as a curse. The local people became afraid to venture out at night. It was reported that her spirit has been seen drifted between the trees along the shoreline. Others have seen her floating along the river's current, her ghostly white gown spread out behind her on the dark waters. There were many sightings of her, accounts of hearing her wailing in the dark. People no longer referred to her as Maria. She had become La Llorona, meaning the weeping woman. Now, children are warned not to come out after dark for fear that La Llorona might snatch them and throw them to their deaths in the treacherous waters of the river. It is said that she acts without hesitation or mercy. The varying levels of her cruelty depends on which account you hear. Some say she's not picky. She will murder anyone who gets in her way, men, 
women, children. Other accounts state that she is truly barbaric and only targets children, dragging them screaming to a watery grave. So uh, that's the story. So it's like a warning story for don't play next to the river in the dark. But we have accounts of people who say they've seen her. So would you like to hear some of these? The plot thickens. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, or deepens probably in this case. Yes. Deepens. One sighting comes from Patricio Lugan. As a young boy, he was sitting with his family near a creek in New Mexico. As they sat chatting, the family saw a tall, thin woman walking along by the water. As they looked closer, they realised she appeared to be floating. She started up a hill, then vanished. Moments later, she reappeared much closer to them, then vanished again. The family looked for footprints, but found none. They were in no doubt that they had just witnessed La Llorona in all her glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a few more here. She has been sighted along many rivers in the southwest, and her legend now has its a firm part in Hispanic culture. Part of the tale is that those who do not treat their family with respect will see her, and then she will treat, teach them a lesson. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's, there she's being used to make you do something yes. else. Yes. Um, I've got another account here, and I'm, we'll try and pronounce this gentleman's name, but I'm probably going to say I'm going that. to look forward to this. <laughs> another account centres around a man named Efinio Garcia. Um, Garcia? Garcia. Um, so he was a troublesome boy who would often give his parents cheek. After a particularly heated argument with his mother... Afino and his brothers Carlos and Augustine decided to run away from home, stealing away in the family wagon. As they began their journey, they were visited by a tall woman wearing a black net over her face. Two of the boys were riding in the front of the wagon, and she appeared in the seat between them. I mean, you'd shit yourself, wouldn't you? You would absolutely absolutely shit yourself. She sat there silently, never speaking. Wow. Jesus Christ. This story is scarier than the film, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, it is so far. (laughs) Um, She she, she just sits there and just mute. And they'd just be riding going, um, (laughs) what's this this lady doing? I want to go home. (laughs) Eventually, Epifino's nerve failed and he turned the horse around to head home. Finally, she spoke. I will visit you again someday. When you argue with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a story that would be very popular with mums yes, and aunts, doesn't it? I know. So, we've got a few reader stories. These are more recent. Okay, okay. So, we've got an account from someone in 2008. And they say, La Llorona woke me up when I was camping at Indian Fall Rapids on the Yampa River in Colorado when I was 15. I walked with her to a cabin and there was a man in bed. All I saw was his foot, but when she yelled at me to run, I did. If I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have run off the cliff into the Indian Fall Rapids. I saw an article in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. Sorry, so that couldn't have been 2008. No, that no. wouldn't be. But this article was from 2008, so it was 21 years from 2008. So still reasonably. That is quite reasonable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like she was almost saving him there, though, a little bit. I mean... Is, is the person a him or her? In this case? Uh, but, but, Brian. So Okay. Unless, uh, unless their so, parents have got crazy naming. So not of Spanish descent, perhaps? No, America. That's weirder. Yeah, this was in America. But there is, apparently she does travel. Well, yeah, yeah. she's in Colorado. She's already yeah. travelled quite a long way. Sounds like she's heading north. Yes. She's going to go to the Yukon next. Okay, so we've got a couple more here. A Kansas tale. Okay, again, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Quite a way away. While working as a copy editor for a a newspaper recently, I came across a wire story about La Llorona. This brought back memories of what happened to me when I was a student at Kansas State University in the early 1980s. One evening, I went to a mobile home, but I seem to remember being near a creek or a river to visit a couple of my friends. As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa, looking somewhat freaked out. 
they explained that just moments earlier, one of the bar stores was spinning and hopping around. That would freak anyone out. Yeah. They were Mexican-Americans. They wondered whether La Llorona had anything to do with the incident. They explained the legend to me, as I'd never heard it before. They would invite me to stay in the night, stay the night in that spare room, which I did. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Later in the night, a woman appeared to me, lying down next to me in the bed and asked if I knew where her children were. Jesus Christ! (laughs) It seemed that while I may have been dreaming, I was half awake. I fully awoke and turned towards the doorway just in time to see the figure seemingly seemingly looking at me, then quickly ducking back out of the doorway. Right then, that left me too scared to go and check to see if one of my friends was playing a trick on me. I went back to sleep and waited until morning to ask if either of them had looked into my room in the night. Neither did. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is not making me want to go to America or Mexico right now. Well, this isn't in Mexico. It sounds like she's got bored of Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I've got quite a few of these. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, these, these are interesting. So, I'm wondering, like, there must be some other, there are other folk stories in within the Mexican culture and the Mexican American culture. Yeah, but they seem to. This sounds like it's a quite a problem. If I this is this is the go to. Yeah. Um, like scary thing, like the bogeyman or whatever. Or, yeah. Or, I, I also wonder if she's not. They don't like to speak of her so much in, within the. I don't know. One of those things of don't speak about her because it'll encourage. Or or, or it's just a ch- children's you know story. Yeah, it's possible also that in that part of the world, if they speak about her. Other people don't necessarily listen, mm-hmm. or historically wouldn't have done so. So, a bizarre coincidence of La Llorona. Mm. When I was in seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. I saw myself standing on a dark road, with the only illumination coming from the deep street, deep, dim street lamps. The ground was wet, and in the distance, I could hear the sound of rain falling, the tap, tap, tapping of footsteps coming towards me. Peering into the darkness, I could make out a woman, all dressed in black, with a lacy veil covering her face, moving towards me. Strangely, as the mysterious woman grew closer, so did the rain. When the woman was about fifteen feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. I turned around to see what she was looking at, and I saw a young child, dressed in a white nightgown, playing with a doll, in the middle of a puddle of water. When I turned back to her, she was right in front of me. The veil was lifting, her eyes were abnormally wide, and her face was no more than three inches from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine. I woke in a panic. I looked towards the window. It was raining. As you can imagine, I didn't sleep the rest of the night. Was there a child playing in a puddle? (laughs) Well, the next day, I shook off the dream and thought no more about it, until a year on. On that night, I was spending the night with my friend Veronica, who had also invited another friend named Sarah. In the course of the evening, Sarah, who was Hispanic, began to tell us some of the legends and ghost stories of the Mexican culture. She began to tell the tale of La Llorona. I didn't think anything about it at first. Then she began to tell of how the legendary spirit travels by water, all dressed in black or white, and is always seen wearing a veil. Sarah continued by telling us that La Llorona only lifts her veil to her victims in the afterlife, that she has chosen to help her find the bones of her lost children. Now I constantly wonder if, in my afterlife, I will be forced to help her find the bones of her lost children. Guess you're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, that's a surprise coming for you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, keep it posted. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to use a Ouija board. (laughs) Uh, not for that um, send an email I have um, uh, one from Mexico now okay which is which is cool so my story of La Llorona takes place in Mexico I was eight years old when my grandmother told me to go to the store and buy a soda I uh, read that as sofa at first which was thinking that was a bit unfair to ask an eight year old to buy a sofa that is cruel yeah, yeah but anyway it was a soda this was during the evening and we were getting ready to eat supper my brother and I left for the store Along the way, we heard wailing, but we didn't pay too much attention to it. However, as we continued on, we saw a young woman walking towards us. Suddenly, my little brother started to cry, and the woman ran to him, acting like she was going to get him. 
When we saw that she was floating instead of walking, we began to run back to our house and told our grandmother and mum what had happened. We just locked the door and started to pray to God to make Lalarona go away. Gosh. Hmm. Fair enough. So that's submitted by Daisy. And I don't know when this was written, but it said Daisy is now 12 years old and truly believes that Lalarona is real. I mean, you would after that, wouldn't you? <laughs> okay. Time for more? Absolutely. Yeah. My story of Lalarona. At age seven, I was attending a new school in the South Valley of New Mexico. I loved attending the school, especially when it was time to play outside in the schoolyard. Surrounding the playground was a high fence to keep the children from wandering off. Behind the fence was a ditch that fed an alfalfa field on the other side of the trench. In the high arid lands surrounding us, it seemed as if there were ditches everywhere, watering the fields beyond the city. Soon we met a little boy who was not old enough to attend school. He would often come and play by the fence and watch as the older children from the schoolyard. But one day our play was interrupted by a big commotion near the schoolyard fence. We ran towards the ditch and soon discovered that the little boy had fallen into the irrigation ditch. Though one of our teachers pulled the boy from the muddy waters and tried to help him, it was too late. That was the first time I have ever experienced the loss of a friend. The next day at school, one of the children told me that Lala Rona had gotten the boy. I could only stand there speechless, having never heard of Lala Rona. They explained that she was the ditch lady that had wandered up and down the ditches, looking for children to steal, because her own children had drowned in a terrible accident. That frightened me, because right outside my own back door, there were two trench, muddy trenches. On cloudy days, we could imagine her ascending from the heavers to take her place along the irrigation ditches. Well, that feeds back into that feeling that we were getting earlier on. That this is a story created you know, with a moral. It's telling kids, don't play near the water. Yeah. In this case, ditches, which is actually that is quite a good idea. Don't play near ditches, kids. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, yeah, they're quite steep banked quite often as well. So, yeah, cool. that makes sense. Two more left. Okay. My mum's bedroom window. My mum lived in the same house in Santa Fe, Mexico for almost 50 years. When she was about 12, her and her cousin were sitting in her bedroom, which was later to be mine, at night in the middle of winter. It had been snowing. At one point, they heard a noise outside the window. When they looked, there was a woman standing there, all dressed in white and crying. My mum and her cousin were obviously a little freaked out, and they ran out of the room to tell her mum. The parents went outside to investigate, but found no footprints on the freshly fallen snow. When they came back inside, they told her that what they had found, or rather, what they hadn't found. That scared my mum even more, and she was afraid to go back in the room. When I was about 11, I was sitting in my bedroom, in the same house, by myself in the middle of the night, in the middle of winter, and it had been snowing. I heard a noise outside my window. I'm afraid of the dark, so I didn't check to see what it was. I just left the room and did something else for a while. I told my mum about it, and she told me this story. She said it was Lalarona, outside the window, both of those nights. Oh, that's giving me chills. Sorry I gave you a haunted room. Yeah. Sucks to be you. Soz, soz. Yeah. Soz, mate. Um, last one. Last one. These are really good stories. Yeah. So this Quite one is, varied as well, yeah, actually. Exa- well, yeah, interesting. So this one is called Cries in the Night. This is the last one. Mm-hmm. I was 12 years old in 1991. That's quite scary to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, I was one. Um, oh, baby Alice. Anyway. Um, <laughs> my parents separated and my mother moved me and my brother to Mexico. In the winter, the three of us would sleep in the same room because there was no central heating only electric heaters. There were two beds for my mother and brother. I slept on the floor in a sleeping bag next to my mother's bed. One night, about 2.30 in the morning, I woke up because I had been dreaming about my great-grandmother. She kept calling my name, three times to be exact. Just a few moments later, I heard one of the scariest screams coming from down the street. It was horrible. The cries continued, each time coming closer. 
I was so horrified that I could not even wake my mother who was lying right next to me. I was so scared I did not even blink. It was the most evil cry I have ever heard. Finally, it passed my house and slowly faded away. The next day I told my mother, You know, I didn't believe in stuff like this, especially not La La Rona. After that night, I do. Mm-hmm. There we go. So you've got, you're right, you've got, they're all very, they're all quite different, but they all have similarities, don't There they? are similarities, it's definitely, it's a warning, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it really is a warning, but... It's don't go in the woods because of the wolf. It's yeah. don't go near the river because of La La Rona. It's, it's, it's... It is. It's all those folk tales you, you've got this, passing on danger. You've got this fantastic folklore, but people have actually cited her. Mm. So, yeah, guys, let us know what you think. Do you think it's a folklore tale? Do you think it could be something more? Do you think she could actually be... Well, I think once you plant the, the idea in yeah. people's minds... That I mean, it gives imagination a really good seed to build anything else yeah. on. I mean, so, you know, you, you hear of like um, the Banshee in Ireland, which yep. is a similar sort of thing. Um, you know, the, the wailing and, you know, the kind of... Mm. Well, sometimes she's an old hag, a Banshee, or sometimes she's a beautiful woman. There are similarities. But again, people say they have seen a Banshee. It's but really actually some of, those, some of those descriptions aren't wildly dissimilar to what sometimes just people describe witches as in yeah, Europe. Yeah, exactly. So there's definitely some things here. I'm quite sure there'll be people who are far better qualified than ourselves yeah. to give us extra information on this. But anyway, yeah, if, yeah, if, if, anyone, if that's you, yeah. let's know. And I know curious. we've got we've got people well, certainly from USA listening. So do do give us a shout if you if you know any of these stories, if you've experienced anything. Because it sounds like she's quite happily floating over the border, isn't she? Well back and forth. <laughs> borders are human inventions and exactly. lots of the US used to be Mexico. Yeah. So uh, it, it's it's absolutely fascinating. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think. I, I've loved, I've actually loved researching this because she's she's um, really cool. And There's loads of draw on here, isn't it? Yeah, which really just underlines how underwhelming that film truly was. Basically, they just used the name and the association yeah. with water, and that was it. Yeah, it's like they had a whole world buffet there, and they literally just went for fish and chips. Well, they ate slices of cucumber. Yeah. Basically. Next to the bowl, you're supposed to wash your fingers in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were so many stories. That's so many stories. So obviously, I didn't. we didn't win enough time for like all of them. Um, but, oh yeah, I mean, I have to say, if I was sitting on a cart and she appeared beside me, I would... Yeah. That was that, quite that unsettling, would, uh, you're right. Yeah. Well, maybe if, if we end up watching the other version of the, the mm. film that sounds like it might be better, to contrast against this at some later point... We can come back to some additional La La Rona yeah. songs, or maybe people submit their own. Yeah. That'll be cool as well. Yeah, seriously, guys, if anyone's got any La La Rona stories, please, please, let us know. This, this is not something we hear about no. in the UK. I've, no. I've never heard of this before. I literally heard it on a podcast a few months ago, and I thought, oh, that's cool. And then obviously the film came out on Netflix a couple of weeks ago. Um, so that's that's the only reason why I mm. thought to do it. We do not hear this legend in the UK. No, and it's really... there's loads of other crazy stuff we yeah. have. You're probably it's, weird to it's you, but like... great, it's a great, great legend. So, yeah. and it's so just the thought of this, you know, this figure floating, white figure floating over the water. Oh God, it's it's a it's. I wonder so if there's cool. like a, a version of it in Spain. Maybe, maybe. I guess you. I guess you'd have, have, have a different name. We have listeners in Spain. Yeah. So yeah, let's. But us I know. can imagine that that is the kind of story mm. that would have transformed and become La La Rona yeah. at one point. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious. Anyway, so um, speaking of listeners, segueing smoothly into our. Ending we actually watched someone on a segue. Yeah. They're not very smooth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's become a turn of phrase. I have been on a segue. I've, I've seen someone on a segue and the segue failing and then just face planting. I've heard enough about that. About yeah. that. Actually, I'm wondering maybe it's the other way around. They named the device after the manoeuvre, the, the conversation. Possibly. I'm not sure. Maybe they were trying to Possibly. imply that it's actually smooth. I don't know. It is smooth if, if you, it works. If you invented the segue, please let us know. Yeah. It is smooth if it works, I promise. Okay. Um. Anyway... Um. So we hope you've enjoyed this, and That's yeah, do get in touch. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, maybe she's got a segue. Maybe she's like, maybe her dress is just really long, so you can't see that she's on a segue. <laughs> <laughs> a no, she did, she, she randomly just like erratically charge up a hill at full speed without any without any intention to do so. So no, it'd be a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, you know the drill, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a spooky story to tell. Or if you would like us to review your favourite horror film and write a song about it, mm. please get in contact um, at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Hello, everyone. This is Future Alice. Yeah. And future Vince. Yeah, future, just, we're in the edit. Just, it's exciting. <laughs> just a little note. Our Instagram page is now totally gone. We're not quite sure why. Uh, well, it's not gone. It's just 
it's kicked us we, out. We can't get back into it. It's blocked us. It's blocked us forever. Um, we've created a new Instagram page. We are now the Ghost Gig UK. So just search the Ghost Gig. You should find us. Um, it's still there. It's you'll, still there. You'll recognise the picture. Yeah. It's all good. Less less photos, but I'm working on that. So please give us a follow. The Facebook page is still the same. Um, so find us through there or just search us on Instagram. Please follow us because we have gone from having over a thousand followers to none. So please follow us. We're lonely. Um, so just search <sighs> the Ghost Gig on Instagram and on Facebook and TikTok. If anyone, if anyone can now, tell now, us, if they talk about modern horror, oh, that's God. TikTok, isn't it? It's like, what the hell is if this? If anyone can explain to us two old pensioners how the hell TikTok works, we'd be very grateful. I've got one video and one follower on there, and I just don't know what to do with the damn thing. I, I think you might just have it. to just dive in. We both just sit there and we just absorb it passively. Yeah. Try and not write a song about how terrified we are about it afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and just every time go I with look, it. every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. What to I, do I think with it, you. I think it'll make sense. I think it'll just click. Yeah. I mean, remember when like Instagram first came? We just thought, I suppose. this is just a photogram. This is just a photograph part of it. Facebook. What's the point of this? Yeah, yeah. And true. If it came more later true. on. True. You know, so I think it'll, it'll probably develop. Yeah, we'll oh, give us a shout if, if some kind young person wants to let us know how the hell it works. I mean, I sort of know, but I, part of me's just like, oh. Well, we got it because so, someone that we know suggested putting ourselves on it so that people can dance to our songs. And I thought, why would anyone want to do we that? sounds so old, Vince. But like, why would... Da- oh, God. Why I'm would you want to dance to our songs? There's, 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 you know, quality releases. I am I barely in my thirties, and I'm feeling like an old woman discussing <laughs> this. So we're going to have to stop. Um, yeah. So anyone who wants to give us advice about that, great. Give us a message, email us, Instagram us. Um, uh, even if you just want to say hi, we always say say hello. We've had we had someone send us a picture of their um, mint box a couple of weeks ago because it was in the shape of um, a Ouija board. Perfect. I mean, why not? Absolutely. And, um, I bet they tasted delicious. I yeah. hope they did. And cute animal pictures are always welcome. Well, of course. Obviously. Of course. Um, cool. I think that's it for this week. So, yeah, uh, it probably is, isn't it? Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>